you are big now. Yeah. Maybe every Russian to me is like an 80s villain Russian, though. You are American, so... It's built into my psyche <laughs> at this point. I've seen every Rocky movie. <laughs> Welcome back to Rules is Written, the DAT podcast, where we take you to the Rules is Written. Where we do our introductions as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> so, what are we looking at today, JT? Paths. Paths. We're finally getting into paths. Yeah, so we've done all of the classes quite some time ago and have taken our sweet time trudging around the rules until we've finally gotten to the real beef of classes. We've meandered towards barbarian paths. Yeah, so today is our Barbarian episode where we're going to go through the paths of the Berserker and the path of the Totem Warrior. Now we're going to try and group these up into ones all in the PHP. This episode is probably all going to be in one part. We're going to get through all of it. I can't imagine we'll have to split it into two, but some of the others have more than two paths. Looking at you, wizards. Yep. So that might be a two, three-parter episode, but we love you all the same. <laughs> I laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's jump right in, right? Path of the Berserker. Right. So I think when I think of Barbarian, this mm -hmm. is maybe the most stereotypical. Yeah, this is your vanilla Barbarian, right? Yeah. It's a good path for maybe a beginner, somebody who doesn't want too many confusing things. Mm. Them. I, I love the opening line. For some Barbarians, rage is a means to an end. That end being violence. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically, in case there's any any ambiguity. Yeah, you, you're just here to fuck shit up. I'm here to violent things <laughs> and chew bubble gum. I still have some gum. <laughs> so both of these paths get abilities at the same time. Those are third level, sixth level, tenth level, and fourteenth level. We're basically going over four abilities each time. But we're gonna try and add a little bit of character to the whole thing. But like, in a way that follows the rules as they're written. <laughs> What's the first ability? So, during the Path of the Berserker, you get the ability to Frenzy at third level. So mm -hmm. this means when you go into a rage, you can choose to Frenzy while you're in your rage. So it's like a little cherry on top. Yeah. Of your rage. This is an extra spice to your rages. So Frenzy lets you make another melee attack on your bonus action. Yeah, it basically gives you an extra, extra attack. Extra, extra attack. Yeah, so anytime during your rage after you've invoked Frenzy is when you can start using your bonus actions to make melee attacks. Mm. And that's basically it, just more attacks, more dice to roll. The drawback is after your rage ends, you suffer one level of exhaustion and that's that's pretty meaty right yeah so you go all out and one level of exhaustion means you get disadvantage on ability checks which is quite the penalty if you're a long way from a long rest so you can do frenzy again every time you rage but each time you do it you're going to suffer another level of exhaustion so i wouldn't do it more than once, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty. It's exhaustion is heavy. Exhaustion gets. See our episode on uh, status, status effects. effects. <laughs> Another cool thing is that this is a third level, and you don't get your extra attack until level five. This is a little earlier than most other things. Yeah, so it's nice to get this like early on 
you can start doing some real damage quick. Yeah, and since raging is a bonus action, you can't actually use your attack until your next turn after you rage, even if you frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up is... Mindless Rage. Mindless Rage is at sixth level. You can't be charmed or frightened while raging. Cool. This is nice, actually. Charmed, frightened effects. They come in a lot, especially at higher levels. It happens levels. a lot. Yeah. Lots of magical, things have this, like, as just a always ability. Yeah, magical um, BBEGs. DMs love to try and charm players and stuff. Fuck with players. All dragons have a frightening presence. A lot of big things have frightening presence. So this is actually a bit of a sleeper ability, I think. Yeah, DMs trying to charm your players, you sleazy. <laughs> this, is, this is not for you. <laughs> Another cool thing about this is that it suspends charms. Yeah, so if you're currently charmed or frightened, you can go into rage, not be charmed or frightened. But then you gotta be charmed or frightened again after you're done. I'm wondering if there's some rule clashes. Like if there's a way to charm someone or mind control them or something so that they can't frenzy. Right. I mean, they I guess that depends rage. on the way that you're charming or frenzying. Or, yeah, um, I think there's some fun interactions. There. Yeah, 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 you can maybe work that in. There's definitely a, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and you've uh, combined that with the weird orc um, <laughs> trait of always having the your god speaking <laughs> rage thoughts into you. That's going to get wild. <laughs> Intimidating presence comes up next. This is a bit of a chunkier ability. So at 10th level, you can use your action to frighten someone with your menacing presence. You flex, really. In a way that scares the shit out of people. <laughs> So this has a DC equal to eight plus your proficiency bonus plus your charisma modifier, mm. which is probably going to be your dump stat a lot of the time. So <laughs> I don't know. Charisma. The thing is, charisma is strong. I feel like even if charisma isn't like naturally what you feel you should be doing, people throw points into charisma. Whatever. This is a good reason. No one to starts do charisma that. with eight. So this could be a good reason to do that. Yeah. Like if you do want to have charisma as a barbarian. You can use it to scare the shit out of people. So those those people that you're scaring are taking a wisdom saving throw. They're rolling off their wisdom. And they'll be frightened, really. Yep, until the end of your next turn, or if the creature ends its turn out of line of sight, or more than 60 feet away from you. Mm. You can also choose to extend the duration of this. So you have to spend an action to keep this effect going. Yeah, so you're just like screaming more. Yeah, so if you ever do anything else... You're no longer scary, I guess. Yeah. They forget about the flexing. It takes a lot of energy to... It's all about reputation at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a 24-hour cooldown, so you got to let those muscles rest. Cool off. For the creature that you use it against. And there is also a 24-hour cooldown for the creature that it is used against. So you can't scare the same creature twice in a day. Yeah, I mean, they've seen your movie now. They're not scared. <laughs> <laughs> For 24 hours. <laughs> then it sets in again. The last one is retaliation. Yep. So this is just whenever uh, you take damage from a creature within five feet of you, you use a reaction to make a melee weapon attack against them. You can get four attacks off a turn with this. Yeah, if you really want to this is maximize, pretty, yeah. this is the way to do it. The Berserker Ooh. is all about getting a lot of those swipes out. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a fighter at this point, right? I mean, you want to get in there, and you want to do a lot of damage. Damn. So that's the Berserker. It's the Hulk, really. Yeah, TLDR, you're the Hulk. You come here for a very specific purpose, and that purpose is violence. 
<laughs> Next up is the path of the totem warrior. Yeah. This is more of a spiritual path, a bit more... Druidic, almost. Yeah, yeah. You essentially choose a spirit animal as a guide or a protector or an inspiration, and that spirit animal powers your rage yeah your power your strength so it's like very themed like you have different animal totems and these different animal totems that you create will give you different abilities depending on what they look like yeah so the first thing that you get in this is spirit seeker so you're seeking attunement with the natural world this gives you kinship with beasts which is pretty cool you can cast beast sense and speak with animals but only as rituals this is pretty neat. There's always animals about. There's always stuff going on. Yeah, and that's all, like, easily some of the most fun spells are, like, the speak with animals type Oh, yeah, that, get, that gets a DM on their toes pretty fucking <laughs> Yeah, quick. you thought that this was a campaign beat that didn't have any other NPCs around? <laughs> Boom! Make well. an NPC right now! <laughs> yeah, get out that and chart. And make it mad! <laughs> Beast Sense, uh, just for a refresher, is you touch a willing beast for the duration of the spell. You can use your action to see through the beast's eyes and hear what it hears. Pretty cool. It lasts up to an hour. Yeah, good for espionage. Yeah, definitely. It makes you a much more thinking man's barbarian. <laughs> You're a barbarian with some fine literature. <laughs> <laughs> the real meat and potatoes comes next of this class, the Totem Spirit. At third level as well, so you get your spirit seeker and your totem spirit at third level. You choose a totem animal, a spirit guide, something of that variety. And this is a fantastic time to add some character to your character. Yep, this is, this is where it happens. This is where the magic happens of Totem Warrior. The classes of animals are bear, eagle, or wolf. But they're not limited to these. These are, like, representative of their abilities that you get. But, for example, I mean, an eagle could also just be, like, a hawk or a raven or something like that. Yeah, the bear um, could be even, like, an elephant or something. Yeah. If you have, like, a, like a sub-Saharan African-themed barbarian or something. Yeah, so, I mean, really make it yours, right? Whatever animal that you want, just nudge it into one of these abilities and it doesn't yeah. make a difference. It's really, you can you can dress this up however you're dressing up your character's backstory. Yeah. Typically, our hot take on these is that bears make you beefier, stronger, more durable. Mm -hmm. Eagles make you more swift, mm -hmm. more um, evasive, keen. keen. Yeah. And wolves make you more of a pack fighter, right? Yeah. It makes you more team-oriented. So on the third level totem spirits, bear... So a key part of this is that you need a physical totem object. So you're basically creating a spell-casting focus. I yeah, guess. exactly. This is your spell-casting <laughs> yeah, focus. Yeah. Kind of. But, I mean, you can lose it. Nothing happens if you lose it, I don't think. Nothing explicitly, anyway. Yeah. But it's supposed to represent the animal that you choose and uh, talk with your DM about this. This is something that's going to be really heavily incorporated into the backstory of your character and any future decisions that might come up in the story can be influenced by this. Yeah. Obviously, if you're an eagle, you might be an evasive person. If you're a bear, you might just be really stubborn. Wolf, you might be very keen to get in there and get shit done. Yeah, so you might want to use this into your flavor of the character. Yeah. 
So what's the first set of abilities we get to choose? So at level 3, you can choose between Bear, which, while raging, you have resistance to all damage except psychic damage. <laughs> all damage. That's actually really good. Yeah, so you're taking half damage on everything now. That's all magical damage as well, isn't it? Just Third psychic. Level, except psychic. Your brain can hurt. <laughs> everything <laughs> else is hell. solid. That is actually dope. Yeah. Jesus. So, eagle means that while you're, ra while you're raging and you don't have heavy armor on, all other creatures have disadvantage on opportunity attacks against you. And you can also use the dash action as a bonus action. That's pretty cool. It means you can basically move yourself where you're needed in a fight. Yeah. So if someone needs protecting, if someone needs to get away, you can engage them, disengage from your fight that you're having at the moment. Yeah, it opens up a lot of strategy available yeah. to you. You get to keep that action. You don't have to take the disengage action. Yeah. So then that means that like you might be the one to go to if you have to like do more complicated things during a battle that aren't strictly fighting. Mm. The wolf. While you're raging, your friends have advantage on melee attack rolls against any creature within five feet of you that's hostile. Go on, guys, get him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this this adds up. Like, advantage on melee attack rolls with any creature. You can just, if, as long as you exist in a space, especially if that's a large creature, something that's taking up more than one square. Yeah, so... This is great if you have a lot of other um, melee party members with you, mm. right? The go get them. Yeah, don't take this if you're in a party of wizards and rangers, right? <laughs> yeah, come on, guys, let's, let's go, let's go get them. <laughs> go on. They're all while you're raging. These first ones. Yeah, that's also something to note, I guess. Next set. There's another set of them at sixth level. Bear, eagle, wolf again. Now it says you can choose a different one. You can choose the same animal that you chose at third level or a different one. And as far as the totem goes, we can either interpret this from like, maybe you make a new totem or maybe you just add some You have a bear with wings now? Yeah, you just start making some horrifying <laughs> doll. <laughs> yeah, that would be a really cute story moment if the barbarian comes up to the great old one warlock and is like, I need help merging these creatures. <laughs> <laughs> and the warlock calls upon the patron <laughs> to magic. give you ideas <laughs> and things. <laughs> My imagination isn't very good. If you could just make one for me quickly and I could copy it, that would be really helpful. <laughs> yeah, put some nasty claws on there. Yeah. Some teeth, too. Human teeth. <laughs> so, the bear, you gain the might of a bear. Your carrying capacity, including maximum load and maximum lift, is doubled. And you have advantage on strength checks to push, pull, lift, or break objects. You beefy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know there's many people that forget about carrying capacity <laughs> or aren't too strict with it. it it's cool i guess i'm not sure how exactly useful it is like if you'd get as much use of it out as the others it's nice to have the advantage on strength checks yeah but it's a very particular situation right yeah if you gotta push a lot of stuff you gotta pull a lot of stuff <laughs> you gotta break a lot of stuff get advantage on that Eagle. You so, this one's a little bit cooler. <laughs> <laughs> you can have eyesight that is up to one mile away with no difficulty, and you can discern fine details as you're looking around at something that is within a hundred feet away from you. Damn. Yeah. And 
dim light doesn't impose any disadvantage on your perception checks either. Barbarian, what do your eagle eyes see? I must watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like um, what the Hun from um, Mulan. Mulan. Oh right? my god, yeah, when he's just like smell. Yeah, is when he just like perching. Yeah, watching. Oh, that's pretty cool. This I is like that. that mental image. Yeah, he's beefy as well. He's definitely a barbarian. He's definitely an eagle barbarian. <laughs> he's got an eagle spirit animal. This yeah. is this. He, there you go. He if you want to the... be the big baddie from Mulan, from Mulan, be the fucking eagle totem warrior. Oh, I thought we forgot to mention it as well. But each one of these things give you a physical attribute relating to one of these things. So, like the eyesight one, maybe your eye changes colors or something like that. Yeah, if you're a bear, you get hairier. Oh, <laughs> my feet are really hairy now. <laughs> no wait, I'm a halfling. <laughs> Um, and the wolf one, you gain the hunting sensibilities of a wolf, which means you can track other creatures while traveling at a fast pace. So you can track creatures faster and you can move stealthily while traveling at a normal pace. So we talked about movement way back when we started this podcast and all the paces. You can check chapter eight for the rules on travel paces. But if you're stealthing, then you need to be walking a bit slower, but now you don't, I guess. Yeah and you can track super fast. So this is nice if you have like maybe more story beat ones or if you are in a party that you always have the option of like fight or find another solution. Mm. If you're with the find another solution party, this is a pretty good totem. Yeah, definitely. So the next one is Spirit Walker. This is a 10th level. You basically can cast Commune with Nature. You can cast it as a ritual. When you do a spirit version of one of the animals you chose for your totem spirit or aspect of the beast appears and they'll convey the information that you seek. So Commune with Nature, again, just to go over it, you get the knowledge of the land within three miles of you. You learn about caves, any natural resources. You can also learn about bodies of water, plants, minerals, animals. You, you get a load of information about the land, really. Because Mulan's on my mind, this mm -hmm. feels like the scene when they're passing around the doll and they're like, smell the doll. Yeah, but if the doll Self was a bear. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it just tells you. It just tells you. Like, <laughs> no, it's like when he throws the eagle. The eagle looks around and comes back. He's like, ah! And he's like, oh, there's all over there. Right, yeah. sulfur. <laughs> okay, the last one, level 14, is the uh, totemic attunement. You gain a magical benefit based on the totem animal of your choice, just like all the others. And again, you can choose the same animal that you've been choosing or a different one. There's no limits. So the first one is bear. Again, while you're raging, we're back to raging. Any creature within five feet of you that's hostile has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than you or another character with this feature. An enemy is immune to this effect if it can't see or hear you or if it can't be frightened. Yeah, so it's like, don't hit them. Hit me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like a taunt, I guess, like a passive taunt. Yeah, like I mean, it's harder to hit the other creatures, so you would want to hit you yeah. instead. I mean, this adds up, especially if you're taking half half of all damage, like, <laughs> everything. You you do want to be here, right? Yeah. This is it's pretty great. Yeah, this is a pretty cool one. The next one is Eagle, which is positively the most bonkers one of all of My these. favorite. <laughs> you do it. So while raging, you have a flying speed <laughs> equal to your current walking speed. Uh, it only works in short bursts, so you fall at the end of your turn. It's a jump, really. 
but fooling with style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, flying is just fancy jumping anyway. It, yeah, you get to jump over anything 30 feet, maybe even more depending on your race. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, so a turn lasts six seconds, so this is like equivalent to having a six second flying speed. I guess. Six seconds it feels of flying. Long to say that, but I. Yeah. You say I jump guess. like you're just going to yeet yourself over places, but I'm imagining like you just. You, you just. You it directly up. up. You horizontally just <laughs> scale over and then plop down. Love it. <laughs> And the last one is Wolf. While you're raging, you can use your bonus action to knock a large or smaller creature prone when you hit them with a melee attack. That's pretty dope. Yeah, Being there's no DC. bad. There's no DC to this. You just knock them down. And that, how how foolish will they look? A large creature? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you are on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild. To, again, remind you guys of prone, you can only crawl. Crawling is like half movement speed, I think. You have disadvantage on attack rolls, and all other creatures have advantage on attacking you if they're within five feet on you. Otherwise, they have disadvantage. So I guess if you're in a party of wizards and rangers, don't knock people prone, but then you still get fucking advantage on them, right? There's not a lot of reasons they, not yeah, to. Yeah, this is, this is dogpile. You can do it every turn. Uh, yeah, and that person has to spend half their movement standing up. Yeah. So it, it's something they have to actively do is the point, which means at least until their next turn, they're on the floor. And you can just fucking knock them down again. Yeah. If you have four attacks, like if you're raging, you've got four attacks and you're knocking over four people surrounding you. You have to use your bonus action to do it. Okay, so you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for crushing my dreams, JT. <laughs> but I'm used to it. <laughs> Damn you rules. You both delight and torment me. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the Barbarian. Those are the Barbarian pass, the two. There's a lot of flavor to be had with the second one. I think the first one is more of a blank canvas. Yeah, so Berserker, like, um, like we were saying at the beginning, it's really straightforward. It's just, you are more violent. You will attack more <laughs> times. And that's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. Uh, the second one is more of like a spiritual journey. Yeah, you have a lot more choices, a lot more options. This is good if you want to explore a little bit more, have like more versatility with your class. Mm. And you can also change your focus halfway through as well. It's not the end of the world. All of them are decent. I don't think there's any bad ones there as yeah. well that you might regret taking. If Except you're maybe in the doubt, capacity one. Oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you're in doubt for the first one, take the bear. Yeah, really. That's can't the correct. Go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just, just take the bear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it from us for today. You can help us out on Patreon. Rules is written. Search it up. You'll find us. Links are in the doobly doo. And you can email us at tobias at rulesiswritten.show.com with any of your questions, comments, or... There'll be show notes on the website. Yep, and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps a lot. You're beautiful. Stay safe until yeah. next week. I don't know what you look like, but that's fine. Why you gotta take it <laughs> out like that? It's fine for everybody. <laughs> you, you're, you're fine, listener. <laughs> that's what we take away from this. You'll yeah. do. I don't have any preconceptions. <laughs> See ya! Bye. <laughs>